Welcome to this NHS Employers podcast in partnership with Smart Energy GB and the Sustainable Development Unit. Hello, my name is Sarah Moore and I am a Senior Comms Officer at NHS Employers. We have teamed up with Smart Energy GB to raise awareness of smart meters because we, alongside the Sustainable Development Unit, feel that smart meters can help people have more control over their energy usage. In this podcast, we will explore the benefits, find out what smart meters actually are, and how you can get hold of yours. First, we hear from Claire Morn, who is the Director of Policy and Communications at Smart Energy GB. She explains what smart meters are and how they compare to the current systems in place. Smart meters are the next generation of energy meters, and they're fundamentally different from the old analogue almost clockwork technology that we've all got in our homes. Those meters at the moment tell us on a little dial how many kilowatt hours we've used, but they're not giving us the information we really need in pounds and pence to know what we're spending or to know what we're doing around the house that is using or wasting money. And what's more, they're not connected to your energy supplier, so you have to phone up and give your meter reading. If you compare that to the way in every other part of our lives we live these days, um, things need to move on. You wouldn't dream of phoning your mobile phone provider to tell them how many texts you'd sent this month. And you'd be pretty surprised if you got to the supermarket checkout and you were presented with an estimated bill. So there's a commitment to install smart meters in every single home and small business by 2020. Claire also highlights the benefits of smart meters, including targeted energy use and accurate readings. The main immediate benefits that people find are that you no longer have an estimated bill. The other thing that's fundamentally different is each smart meter comes at no additional cost with a handheld display unit that can be kept in the kitchen or wherever you like, which has a simple traffic-like system to show you how much energy you're using at any one moment and also shows you in real time how much you're spending today, this week, this month or since the last bill. So if one of the kids has left the hair straighteners on upstairs uh, and you've not realised it, you'll be able to tell. But then in the future, there's a whole range of other benefits that smart meters are going to enable. So as a country, we need to get our carbon footprint down. We need to be able to offer people the chance to use energy at off-peak times more cheaply, for example. We need to be able to manage our grid with digital technology. And we need to create a platform for all kinds of innovations with energy. For example, uh, if your elderly parents or grandparents gave you permission to see if they hadn't switched their kettle on first thing in the morning, there could be opportunities in healthcare and social care to use this data in an informed way. Duran Badley, Head of the Sustainable Development Unit for the Health and Social Care System, explains why sustainability for the NHS is important. Sustainability for the NHS is about providing the health services that society needs um, affordably now and for future generations, and that's within the NHS constitution. And if we're thinking about for future generations, we need to be embedding natural resource efficiency that also helps protect people's health and wellbeing into the future. So while it may be a a cost-saving measure, there's an environmental benefit, and that environmental benefit has a longer-term social benefit that actually comes back into a cost-saving to the NHS later. So thinking about things in that sort of holistic cycle, that's what sustainability is about. It's not just about penny-pinching, it's about, you know, um, actually embedding the solutions that we need for a fully sustainable health and social care system. The sustainability factor is why Jerome felt it was important to partner up with Smart Energy GB on this initiative. Partnering up with uh, Smart Energy GB um, is something that we've been really 
excited to be involved with from the Sustainable Development Unit's point of view. And uh, making that link between NHS employers and, and Smart Energy GB is a great opportunity to reach up to 10% of the workforce uh, in the UK. So yeah, we're, we're very excited from the Sustainable Development Unit's point of view to be able to help create that, um, that connection. The NHS is one of the largest estate managers in the country. This is why Jerome believes that reducing our energy bills even further will help save millions of pounds. Our energy bill each year is about £560 million. Um, over the last 10 years, through work uh, in NHS organisations, um, investing in energy efficiency, um, we've managed to reduce our energy consumption versus where we would have been by about £190 million a year. So there's a huge amount of work that's gone on on putting in you know, energy efficient lights and you know, insulation and boilers and you know, a vast array of, of uh, investments. However, um, you know, as people will know in their homes, you know, just switching your lights to LED lights doesn't mean you can leave them on all the time. So um, a lot of the responsibility for reducing our energy consumption, and the same as it is at home, is actually how we as occupants of buildings um, operate within those buildings. And we estimated last year uh, in a publication, Securing Healthy Returns, that just through staff behaviour um, change, you know, staff engagement in energy efficiency in NHS buildings, we could save another £21.5 million a year by, um, by 2020. So um, there's some great examples of how that works. I mean, um, in Barts in London, they ran a programme called Operation TLC. And it wasn't focused on carbon reduction, it wasn't focused on environmental issues, it was focused on the comfort of the patients. So uh, Operation TLC was about encouraging staff to close doors, turn off equipment that might be buzzing and making unnecessary noise at night, um, you know, making sure that lighting was appropriate at, at night times. And it was all about patient comfort. So th those connections between how we behave at home um, and realising that those sort of behaviours are just as valid um, you know, in, in, our, in our workplace is really important. I think this, this offers a really good opportunity for that that to be valued. Claire also believes that changing behaviours of energy usage in our homes will translate to the workplace. Many employers, including the NHS, spend an awful lot of money on energy and have done all sorts of fantastic initiatives to help their staff get the bills of the whole organisation down. But we know that there are barriers to people changing their behaviour when it comes to energy at work, even if they are trying to ration their energy use at home. But when at home you have the information you need to be far more aware of what it is you're doing that is actually resulting in higher energy use, it could be that that behaviour will translate to the workplace in a way that's really organic and natural um, and will make the sort of initiatives that the NHS and others have done in the past even more effective in helping bring down their energy bills. Thanks for listening. Contact your energy supplier about getting your smart meter today 